Hello, welcome to Real Health. This is Steve. Ah, episode 196. Welcome for the very few that listen. Yes, I know it's of low quality. It's this schmuck that riffs. It's this guy that's not prepared and he just... I get it. I get it. But I feel it in my bones sometimes. 1%, 20%, 5%, I don't know, pick your poison. There are some nuggets in there for health. I know there's nuggets for health because I look fantastic. I feel fantastic. Got rid of half a dozen chronic, chronic illnesses with uh, the, uh, the downstream, the pathway wasn't looking so great. And um, I got onto my supplements, a few mistakes early on, but I'm now kicking health out of the ballpark. Many will will, will think I, I'm also probably kicking um, fitness out of the ballpark too, the way I, I look. That may be a little bit of uh, blessing or genetic or whatever, bullshit, bullshit. I disagree. <clears throat> I really disagree. My, for now, uh, that we know of, my recipe, my regimen, my regime, my uh, insert, whatever linguistic poison you want as well, (laughs) um, is quite profound. I would uh, be grandiose enough to say uh, that we know of uh, probably the best um, health sort of uh, regimen to take. So I don't push uh, longevity to the um umpteenth degree. It's not the be all and end all, but uh, to subscribe to the methodology, the idea of micronutrients, why it's so essential. There's 90 declared essential micronutrients. Uh, longevity was the driving force of this new idea, methodology, uh, concepts, understanding, science. Yes, more, more language poisons in there. Um, the founder, Dr. Joel Wallach, let's see how, how long he lives. He's in his uh, mid-80s now, still functioning very well, still works quite a lot. Um, it might be grandiose that he, he works 12 hours a day and all that sort of thing. If you're sitting there doing Zoom meetings and radio programs and that sort of thing, you know, many would say that, that that's not work. Well, it is. It is. It may not be laying bricks or milking a cow or whatever, but uh, it's still being active. Um, I'm not sure when the last time was that uh, I listened to one of his radio programs, uh, quite old school, very time restrictive, not very um, uh, constructive. You know, uh, hey doc, I got I got this thing in my hip, or hey doc, uh, um, I don't know, I got this sort of illness and that illness, and the doctor says, what's your weight and height? This is what you need to take now. Piss off, uh, and that's that's the um, 
pretty much how it sounds. The intentions are grand, because that's all you need to do, right? And with the th two, <laughs> if that two minutes, um, I was going to say three, no, certainly not three minutes. Uh, two minutes that you got with this uh, poor person that's uh, suffering. Take this, ring back in a couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, see how you're going. You're going to be a great spokesperson for uh, for what we're doing here. Uh, it's not that helpful. Um, we really should be doing some podcasts and um, that sort of thing regarding that. Anyway, I'm into my fifth minute and I haven't mentioned the uh, today's intention, today's subject matter, today's um, topic. Uh, this is my David Goggins equivalent, David Goggins type story while also referencing David Goggins in the spiel, how I will be doing much better than David Goggins. Firstly, in longevity, I will bet you a million bucks. I don't know, pick, 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 pick how much. Uh, I don't have a million bucks, but if I lose, I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, I'll try and raise it and I'll pay you. Okay? I've got a few other bets out there. Don't want to say what sort of bets they are because they're quite, oh yeah, you're one of them. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. <clears throat> so that's the first bet with uh, David Goggins. Uh, if he lives longer than me in total years, he's perhaps my senior. Uh, I'm in my 50th year. He's, oh, I should have probably checked before I started recording, but um, no, he's not that young. David Goggins is the, uh, the black dude, the chap that uh, completed Navy SEAL training. Uh, oh, gee, all I got out of the spiel that, um, that projected this uh, recording today. Um, there was this thing on Facebook, and I, I thought David Goggins was um, a bodybuilder, but uh, no, this is someone else. So um, he's been doing the podcast rounds. And um, let me tell you, yeah, he's got some you know, trauma and that sort of thing. Uh, well, I was going to say it's fine, but it's not fine. But um, there's a lot of trauma out there in the world. <clears throat> I can say that uh, I probably don't have trauma. I think my ACE, my adverse childhood experience rating, a 12-point scale, I think I... I rate around six or seven. Um, it's been a while since I thought about it or answered you know, those 12 questions. My perhaps um, exposure to all those elements, all those 12 questions, um, you know, six or seven is high, is a very high number. But the intensity of those six or seven points that I got a tick in or you know school one um i i must say were on the lower side of the extreme because there's degrees in some of these things like if you had an incarcerated father or you know was it one year he's sp he spending jail or 25 years you know it's a bit of a difference and at what age you know, was it when you were age three that you were in jail for a year 
or were you age 12? It's very different, right? <clears throat> anyway, so that's the first part of David Goggins' um, uh, is it a challenge today? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to live longer than David Goggins. Is this uh, high-achieving Navy SEAL completing also the uh, uh, is it border border control border security or the uh, the rescuers what what's rescue force was it anyway he, he completed three you know the three toughest grueling training um, induction programs there is in the US Coast Guards is Coast Guards one anyway there was three there. Uh, and uh, he's done triathlons, marathons, ultra, this and that, and um, uh, what else? Um, world record for, for pull-ups sort of thing, and was it 48-hour period? Was it 17 hours? Or, or, yeah, anyway, he... Whatever period it is that um, you do the world Guinness Book of World Records um, pull-ups thing, he he smashed it. Oh, I'm not sure if he smashed it or just uh, crawled over the line, but um, anyway, that, uh, he's a fit fit guy. He he talks to walk, walks to talk um, type of motivational speaker, and I get it. He is an inspiration, but with that inspiration, there's too much emphasis on health and fitness and working hard and all that, where the normal Joe Blow, the, the normal Mary May, is there just wanting to be healthy for starters and with healthy, you can look fit at least. You can do some fitness. I, I've um, been known to say that I don't do anything. I'm just sedentary. Um, I have an inactive life. But with the disclosure of uh, every second day I do, it's approximately a, a 90 seconds. Uh, it's only a feeling of 90 seconds, but basically uh, a one a one set superset, you may say. Uh, Push-ups, then I just stand up, pick up some iron, do some shoulder press and some bicep curls, and that's it. That's my 90 seconds. So a triplicate sort of superset type thing I do. Every second day for 90 seconds, which is the average of 45 seconds, less than a minute each and every day. And if that registers as exercise, come on, come on. You can do better than that to uh, judge how, I guess, um, fit I look. I'm certainly not fit. If I was to do some jumping jacks and whatever, when I said jumping jacks, I actually meant burpees. I'd probably burn out on the third burpee or something. Um, if I was to run a three mile or you know 5k race or whatever time trial um, <laughs> I don't think I'll make 20% of that even running quite slowly I actually uh, did an 800 meter challenge um, uh, challenged my daughter one day and uh I've told this story before, but basically, uh, my first try, I didn't even get to um, 400 meters. Like, even running at, at uh, a beginner 800 meter pace, I didn't get to 400 meters. So I just, oh, I can't do this. 
couple of days later, got to 600 metres, and then did, did uh, 800 metres a couple of days before the challenge. Before the challenge. And then when I did the challenge, we did the, uh, the race with my daughter, I blew up my, actually did blow up. I blew up. My, my calf muscle went ping, and uh, I lost the challenge, didn't I, um, at the 600 metre mark. And I was leading. <laughs> anyway, I was actually doing all right for someone that you know, hasn't run. Anyway, so back to David Goggins. I'll try not to digress too much. There's a method to the madness. Surely, surely. So, he's a fit dude. And I've made the bet already that I'll live longer than him, even if I'm not, you know, a machine in the gym or on the pavement or on the bike or in the pool or whatever. And uh, he looks lean, he looks mean, he looks, uh, he's a very good spokesperson for for health and fitness as we know it. It's all about restriction and, uh, and exercise, don't you know, to be slim, fit and healthy. And I say, bubkus. I say, no, I say BS. I say, uh, it's a hundred year wrong theory. Theory is actually right uh, in the face of it. Like even I've, um, you know, when I was, I think I got my finger out when I was 17, I lost, I don't know, around 30, 30 to 40 kilograms. I looked very fit, ready to get laid and all that. That didn't work either. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was the motivation. When you're a young, a young person, obese, you want to lose weight for one thing, and that was it. And that didn't even work. So I had to, I had to work on the personality. I had to work on the career. Uh, did, did that. Didn't get laid, laid much. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so David Goggins, uh, yes, we, we get it. A great motivator, spokesman, and what you can do from adversity. But there are other adversities. And here's my comparison to the David Goggins story. I've, I've told, I've told, um, I've broadcasted about my struggles in my pathway and I would like to advocate the lesser intense the lesser motivation based uh, pathway that we should be getting into because most of us let's face it are a bit more of a mere mortal not the extreme the superhuman of the David Goggins of the world and that's fine you can do the David Goggins route but you know, expect a few side effects, and one of the side effects is uh, he's probably going to die than the, uh, earlier than the average uh, couch-sitting, Cheeto-eating, Netflix-watching Westerner. Now, I've said that quite often, but in this context, it's a bit more of a slap in the face, I feel. I feel because I get goosebumps when I say it. How about that? And I've just been uh, distracted by... Uh, there's car for sale on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, you know, no price on it. Anyway, anyway. So, <clears throat> if you want to do the David Goggins route, if you want to do uh, Instagram, be like an Instagram-type uh, influencer and whatever they do these days to hit the gym and all that, to look good in the gym, to wear nice little tights in the gym if you're a lady and, you know, compete with the muscle men, that's fine. But if you take that route of existence, 
you better supplement. Get off the gluten, the oils, the sugars, the nitrates, nitrites, and you'll have a better chance. But if you do what I do, the whole Keto 44, the whole clumsy branding, those, uh, the first four of the 44 is eliminating those four food categories that, are, that I just mentioned. Gluten, which show it is wheat, barley, rye, and oats. You need to, oats is gluten as well. If you're gluten-free now and you're eating oats, you're stuffed. Just because it's not called gluten, the uh, that particular protein um, that's gluten in the other three, uh, the 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 oats gluten is uh, has goes by another name. It's gliadin. That's also like a pro-inflammatory cytokine, which stuffs up your uh, the bile in your small intestine. Decade after decade, when you get into your thirties and forties, you start showing those signs of aging because those signs of aging are a micronutrient deficiency, spearheaded, fountainhead by uh, the deterioration of your uh, ability to absorb the small uh, intestine, the villi in the small intestine, it gets uh, ruptured, no, not ruptured, uh, injured. Um, the micronutrients just flow straight through after a while. Then you get into your 60s and 70s and you're only absorbing 5, 8%, 10% maybe of the micronutrients that you are eating from the normal diet. And uh, if you are eating a normal Western type diet, especially your stuff, the food supply chain is uh, every year, drip, drip, drip. Every year is becoming more depleted in the minerals, especially, but uh, all the micronutrients that we require for uh, longevity and health. And that's the quick story. And the second four, that 44, the keto 44, keto is self-explanatory with uh, you know, meat, dairy, eggs in the diet. Um, try and make uh, three quarters, 80% of your diet, your calories, uh, based on that, on those foodstuffs, and uh, you'll be right. And that's also quite essential for uh, your cholesterol intake. Um, the good cholesterol, uh, the cholesterol in the uh, saturated fats is very important for brain health and hormone health, fertility and, and the like, right? So that's a quick story on that. I need to sometimes indicate some of these quick stories to get uh, the little slap in the in the face from the one-off listener that says that uh, that may think this, this guy's a joke. Yeah, I sound like a joke, probably, but I don't, that's one of the reasons why I don't listen to what I what I record is because you know, I'm afraid if I, uh, actually I have listened before and oh my goodness, it didn't it didn't feel good. But anyway, I'm going to deliver it the way I am for the time being. And, and maybe if I get a few uh, good paying customers through the uh, Concierge Health Advisor Service uh, on the show notes here, um, as part of uh, being your epi nutritionist, oh, yeah, um, I'm the world's first epi nutritionist um, of the effective type. Um, epinutrition has been used before in this world and online and all that sort of thing, but I've hijacked it because I'm going to do it some justice. <clears throat> so that's, uh, yeah, that's, sorry, the, the second four, the 44 is the four, adding the fourth um, micronutrient categories, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, two essential fatty acids to make up the 90 uh, declared essential micronutrients, and then you know, with the keto equals the keto 44, 
you'll be healthy and looking fit like me. You probably won't be fit, but you'll be looking fit at least. You'll increase your sexual market value if you're younger or someone that's a bit older wanting to get into the market again, if you know what I mean. Um, that's the easiest way. If you want to go the David Goggins route, you can do that too. But you better supplement. My go-to supplement route is through Longevity. It's on the show notes too, my particular link. And, you know, I'll, I'll be getting one or one one half percent of whatever you buy. And that's part of that, that um, I don't know, pyramid, whatever scheme it is going, which I don't really agree with. But uh, they have the methodology. They have the, uh, the product just sitting there on a platter for you to get fit, healthy and live longer. Add to it my methodology and you'll smash it, okay? You will. You'll smash health out of the ballpark. So, David Goggins. If he's now, say, 55, I'm, say, now 50. If he dies at age 75, if I get to 76, I win the bet. As with all the bets I've placed, with a lot of different things. Um, that money will be safe because nobody's going to take the bet. And uh, I'll just win every bet with my own pat on my back. So you can be a demon. You can be a training demon. You can be all motivated like a David Goggins. But there is the easier way. The whole Keto 44, it doesn't include any exercise some exercise get up and climb up a set of stairs if you're going shopping or whatever you're going to a business meeting just take the stairs once or twice every week and um, maybe walk to the shops if it's a two-minute drive down the road do a bit of exercise like as uh, to get the limps, um, the lymph and lymphatic system sort of pumping. Um, it's not absolutely essential for health. We feel, we, we feel it in our bones for a century. That less weight equals more health equals longer life. No, no, not, not really. Um, being slim will get you a longer life, but not by extreme exercise. That's for sure. And uh, so I advocate uh, not being, not including or not being fixated on joining a gym. You can join a gym, but if you're sweating anything more than just a bit of sweat on, on a brow being outside and getting the shopping into the house, uh, if you're sweating anything more than that, you, you better take even more supplements. You better supplement even more because uh, if you're sweating extreme through extreme exercise and working out and having that Instagram body and whatever else you're trying to do in your endeavors, get laid. That's one of them. Well, many, most. <laughs> um, you better supplement to what extent it's not there's no single line 
there's no linear relationship between how much you exercise. Even if you don't exercise, if you live in Mexico or here in Queensland, Queensland in the middle of summer, and you're sweating when you're getting out, out of the car, walking to the corner shop, going out to get the mail, doing the lawn, clipping some figs, or, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but um, if you're sweating, you better supplement a little bit more. Because when you sweat, your body's missing the opportunity to absorb some of the micronutrients it should be absorbing. It's, uh, it's gone through the, uh, the villi and the small intestine. Now it's going through your bloodstream. And if your uh, bloodstream is now sweating out uh, sweat to keep you cool, that's the function, supposedly. I'm not even sure the, um, the objective the objective truth in that mechanism. But anyway, so we're sweating, sweating heaps. If you're a triathlete, training for like three day, three hours a day, and I mean, I used, to, I used to be a triathlete. I used to probably get at least 30 hours in sometimes, a week, a week. And uh, yeah, that uh, was building up a downstream earlier death, let me tell you. Athletes out there, athletes, <clears throat> gym goers, if you're sweating, you're not guaranteed living longer. I see many a triathlete gym goer looking very weathered. Oh, that's because the sun, it's their genes, it's oh, they're lean, and when you're lean, you don't have subcutaneous fat in it. That's why you're wrinkly and bloody yeah, bullshit. That's what I used to think as well. It makes sense, right? No, no, no. It's senseless. I probably have a few wrinkles on my face because, you know, when someone loses between, say, 80 and 90 kilo at least, um, at the age of 47, when I started, what am I now? There's a chance that you may have some hang hanging or wrinkly skin. Let me tell you, at that sort of vintage, that sort of age, even worse when you're older because you have even more micronutrient deficiencies, you have even more baggy skin and even more wrinkles and get even grayer and your teeth start falling out because of all the restriction and sweat that has robbed you of the micronutrients. That's what's happening there. And those people that go down the route of uh, gastric sleeve, uh, bloody gastric banding and I don't know what, what other bloody procedures there are to eat less or whatever. Um, you'll be getting less micronutrients that way as well. And then you die young while you're a bit slimmer. <laughs> many don't many don't go uh, slimmer for too, too long after those procedures too. Because uh, they're still micronutrient deficient and they've still got pica and they still eat the house down. And they get fat again and they outstretch their, their gastric bloody sleeve, whatever it's called, uh, gastric banding. Their stomach gets bigger from the smaller bit and they get fat again and their skin swells up again. And ah, what a, what a travesty. What a travesty. And your, and your hair falls out because you're bloody, 
Newt Mockridge and fishing, you idiots. Well, you aren't idiots. You just supposedly a doctor isn't an idiot. It's the doctors that are idiots and the people that advocate for this shit, which are idiots, but less so. You're an idiot less so if um, you actually go ahead with it because you're desperate. You've got some money there. You're desperate. You want to be skinny. You want to feel good about yourself. And, uh, yeah. No. No. So the people that uh, feel those David Goggins type stories are inspirational. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I even felt it, even, even though I was thinking, oh, gee, mate, let's uh, race to the grave. And uh, judging by David Goggins' appearance, I'm going to place a bet on David Goggins' death of pre-80. I'm going to say 78. That's terrible to be talking such a thing. Well, um, if you're a, a celebrity, people say terrible things. I'm not saying anything terrible, whatever he's saying, the adversity he's uh, experienced. Yes, he's giving us some inspiration. Inspiration is what we need, what we crave for, and what, we, what drives us. And that's fine. That's part of uh, what art does as well. But um, the, the method... I have to poo-poo. The extreme exercise and training and, you know, a part of uh, getting through your adversity. No, no. The other things, managing a crappy childhood and uh, different abuses, yes. David Goggins, an inspiration. Or with that um, mean training machine part, no. Okay? That's the last time I'll mention that. I am wrapping up. Going past the half hour. Past the average. Yes. I will wrap up. Um, I feel like quite often on, on these recordings, these podcasts, that um, if I was listening, I would uh, resonate what I'm saying, because that, that's sort of the things that resonated with me. A chance podcast, listening to uh, jo- Dr. Joel Wallach uh, do a podcast on um, David Crow's Infectious Myth podcast. I think that was 2015 or 2016. Anyway, uh, David Crow, which I considered the smartest guy in the room about science and health, died in his late 60s from cancer because I'm not intolerant to wheat. I'm good. Dr. Joel Wallach says, ah, come on, David, come on, you're a smart guy. Get off your wheat and then, here, 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 yeah, whatever, Dr. Joel Wallach. He was 75 at the time, I guess. Or, anyway, under 80. And, yeah, uh, Dr., uh, 
David Crowe was dead in his late 60s uh, in the year 2020 from cancer. And uh, even the smartest guys in the room about health and health and science, if they don't do the Keto 44 or know about the, the methodology, methodologies of um, Dr. Joel Wallach or the whole longevity thing or what veterinary science has known for half a century, micronutrients, and uh, especially getting off gluten as, as the primary, um, yeah, even he can't reach the age of 70. He was looking quite shabby. Uh, David Crow. now I'm speaking of. He was looking a bit shabby at the age of, I think he was 68 when he passed away, poor bugger. Um, he showed signs of looking old before his time, even you know, at least five years before that, because I've seen um, YouTube videos of him. He was looking a bit gauntish, very grey, and a bit round around the middle, even before um, his illness that took his life. He wouldn't have known, David Crow. he wouldn't have known that uh, there's never been a new case of cancer diagnosed with a vitamin D level of over 40. Never ever. I've instilled a couple oncology nurses as part of my search for insanity, which it hasn't, it hasn't uh, come to fruition yet. Is that the word? Uh, for about, I think it's approaching a year now. These couple of oncology nurses, cancer nurses, uh, I've said, you know, don't be silly about it. Just if you get a chance uh, to see if someone's vitamin D level, see what it is. Not once in the last report of 10, uh, 10 months in, um, no, I haven't seen anyone with the vitamin D level, level of over 40 with a cancer diagnosis. So that's in play, a real life uh, research study. Yeah. Research, oh, you gotta get approval and it's on oh, the methodology. Oh, shut the fuck up, just, uh, we had science um, thousands of years ago, okay? You try this, you get kind of gunpowder. You try that, oh look, you got fire. Now, that's science too, okay? So this scientific method business, yeah, yeah, it's formalized uh, since Francis Bacon, but uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what science does, and, uh, I, I know I was wrapping up, but uh, just for one-off listeners, sometimes I need to give a few little slaps in the head. Uh, what, what modern science does is just give us many more um, hypotheses. The, the hypothesis uh, count skyrockets and the theories can't catch up and it's just this merry-go-round of bullshit, bullshit science, bullshit research, bullshit funding. And then you get nowhere. We start deteriorating in our longevity. Yes, I've made the, I've made the call that our life expectancy by the year 2050 will be 72. Even by picking a an age south of, you know, if it's 78 or 80, our average life expectancy now, I even doubt that. Um, even picking the south direction 
Uh, some people think you're you're mad. It's going it's going up and up and up. We're going to be living a hundred. Our, our kids will be living a hundred. No, they'll be living sixty six. There's some emotion thrown in for you because of the whole state of our food supply chain, the depletion of minerals in our soils, the main means where we used to get our minerals. There's 60 of them, yeah. Gone. Um, no flooding, no ash practice. That's a, another couple of um, episodes early on. Have a look at those, have a listen to those, and uh, you'll get the full picture. I even go through it with uh, a few blurbs here and there with, with all the other, many other episodes. I've even got a whole episode on attacking climate change with micronutrients. Oh, have a listen, have a listen. So with all the stuff that David Goggins is doing, doing the rounds, the podcast round and the great speaker that he, that he is. And uh, there's a young black lady, um, Magat, uh, Oh, my God, my God, the, um, I even forget the uh, West African, Ceylon, no, no, it's not Ceylon, that's uh, Sri Lanka, gee, um, the, the tea, the tea lady, um, anyway, uh, apologies that I forgot her, at least I got her uh, first name, many people that listen to uh, different inspiring sort of pod- podcasts may have come across her. The, the tea lady, she she she's known as. Um, my guts. Uh, I thought it'd probably come to me. No, that, that, that's it. And uh, she's inspirational too. Nothing about uh, you know health and fitness, but the sort of inspirations that are out there, doing the rounds. Great, great stuff. And uh, good work that Goggins is doing to get get off our ass. But with the physical thing. The, to end on once again, I thought I wouldn't reference it again because I said I wouldn't reference it. Athlete-wise, massive workouts to get fit and healthy. That should be like a number number seven. Number seven on the list uh, with some exercise. Number one, get off gluten. Number two, get off oils. Number three, get off sugar. Number four, Get off the nitrates, nitrites, the new carcinogen in town. Number five, do the uh, supplementing of the 90 essential micronutrients. I, I can just probably say, uh, you know, five, six, seven, and eight is um, those uh, categories of micronutrients. But anyway, um, I'll include that in number five. Uh, supplement with those 90 essential micronutrients because you'll absorb it now. You're... Uh, got rid of those four food categories if you love the food in those four food categories you won't crave them well you you might if you're age 30 or 50 or 70 and you've had a uh, a lifetime of the experience of how it feels like opening opening a bag of crisps or hoeing into a cake yeah that would be tough to break but you, you you're not you're not going to be busting for it with the condition of pica pica where you're busting for micronutrients and you're just reaching out for anything, you're not going going to uh, suffering from that sort of overt um, uh, craving. That's the word I'm looking for, cravings for food, because you'll be satiated with the micronutrients. 
a different sort of satiation. That's where the real uh, satiating of um, your uh, hunger should be at, is the micronutrients part of it. I answered a Quora question the other day. How, how many calories do you need to live? And I sort of said, Let, let's go with 600. Only if you supplement, you could probably uh, live to 113 um, by living on 600 calories a day. Yeah. If you're sedentary, if you move a bit, you probably need 700. <laughs> well, the, the reason why I mentioned 700 and not you know, 1,200, 1,500 if you move a bit is because... The more you move, there's a sliding scale of the more the more intense intensely you work out or exercise or move or you know whatever. Um, there's less calories be, being spent. So if you're bedridden, let's go on four calories a minute by breathing and thinking. Four calories a minute. If you start walking, that's like five or six calories a minute. If you start running. Seven, eight calories a minute. So, playing tennis, uh, basketball, uh, nine, ten calories a minute. So playing squash, marathon, run, running, race, you know, race, running, 12, 13 sort of calories a minute. Just round, round numbers. So, three times, like 300% from the um, being, you know, um, being bedridden or sleeping. How about that? The whole sliding scale. And, you know, by playing squash and marathon running, like, you don't live like that. You do your four-hour marathon and that's it. You've lost, you know, four, seven kilograms of fluid, litres of fluid, kilograms of body weight, and, yeah, you don't, get up in the morning and do another marathon. Then the workout people, you know, the six six calories a minute type thing. That's a lot of bother for an extra 50 calorie, um, 50 calories, um, oh, sorry, extra 50% of uh, calorie ex um, expenditure. Um, that's a lot of work for, you know, if you're spending two hours in the gym. Yeah, so, on that uh, self-proclaimed wow note, I'll end it there. Until the next time, I'm nearing 200 episodes. Ooh, yes. Whoever listens to this might think, well, 200 episodes of crap. Take it or leave it. Let's see who lives longer. Okay, then. Bye-bye for now. Mm -hmm.